How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Pancake Digibytes podcast. My name is Rihanna M. Hill, and I'm very excited to be here today with Yvonne. Yvonne is the owner of a business called Ask Evie. She is a business strategist coach, uh, which she will dig more into later, but essentially she helps things run smoothly. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. So hello, how are you today? Hey there, doing great. I'm like considering we just got to enjoy a whole bunch of Christmas food. I'm nice, stuffed, and happy. Absolutely. That's the best way to be. There's so much good food this time of year. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, let's kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? Blueberries and a lot of syrup. I'm one of those sweet ones. I can appreciate that. I love (laughs) me a good blueberry pancake. So tell us a little bit about who you are. What makes you, you? Oh my God. Now that's a loaded question right there. Um, Who am I? I always say I'm the crazy German. So immigrated from Germany a few years back. It's been a while now. Um, But what makes me, me is the bluntness straight up so pretty much when people meet me for the first time and they happen to ask me for my opinion they do get the disclaimer initially that they will get the honest truth and if they really want that so they get they get that question first before I throw everything at them Um, which can cause a little bit friction sometimes with people not everybody is used to the blunt truth and with um, English being my second language I'm not always in a position to word it really nice to say it that way. Um, but once, once people get to know me, they really appreciate it. They always know what they are on with me. They know I'm just not BSing anybody and they just get the straight truth. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. That's that there's definitely something to be said for not having to guess what somebody's trying to mean and just know, I'm sure people really come to appreciate that. Yes, once they come past the, uh, I think because of the German language and the German background, it's things are really rough. I'm like, when you listen to the German language, it's it's a bold, strong language. It doesn't sound as fluffy and nice as French, for example. So there is in the beginning often the thing where people are like, you're just rude. I'm like, no, that's just. that's just how I am. It's your perceived way of me being rude. I'm literally just being blunt and honest. But once they got past that, that um, German-ness, let's call it that, um, they're really, they're really appreciative. And I have a lot of people who are like, yeah, just ask her. You're at least going to get a straight answer. (laughs) Definitely. Makes sense. Perfect. Well, please tell us a little bit about your business. So I do business efficiency consulting for digital entrepreneurs. That's pretty much a uh, um, fancy way of saying I find the bottlenecks in your business and we eliminate them. 
um, in a time where a lot of us are solopreneurs and we are running a business and we are having a life and family, often kids involved or husbands, or we want to travel, there is so many things where suddenly you build that business and you do the things and you don't have time for anything else anymore. And that's usually where, when I get the call of, oh my God, I feel like a hamster in a wheel. What do I do now? And that's where I come in and we streamline the business. We automate the business and we just have it running smooth and get it to a point where my clients can step away from it. They can take a week vacation or they can two weeks vacation. The, the big goal, which always sounds like we can never do this is the four-week vacation, taking a month off without you having to touch your business and it still runs. That is the, the big goal. It takes time to get there, but it's doable. And my goal with all of this is I always try to be on the positive side of things of, hey, we'll just take a vacation and your business runs and you don't run for your business, but your business runs for you kind of thing is... In my past, I had to take a two-year hiatus to take care of my husband when he was going through cancer, and my business wasn't set up. I had a few things in place, but pretty much the only reason I'm here today is because we had a good support system, and they caught us because I had to stop my business. I had to put everything on ice, and there was barely any money coming in. And I don't want people to be in that same situation. Absolutely. Yes, we, we talk about the whole making millions of dollars without having to touch it and passive income and everything. But when it comes down to it, it's to keep you safe and get you an income in case life hits you over the head. And if not, you've got time to take a vacation. Woohoo! Yes, absolutely. I know that that's something that we say a lot is it's really important to make sure that your business is supporting your life, not your life supporting your business. Exactly. Absolutely. Ah, we're having some guest appearances today, it would seem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let us tell us a little bit more about how your business began. How did you embark on this entrepreneurship journey? Oh, my God. Actually, just following life's curves um initially started out as an electrician in germany and i've been in hospitality pretty much for half my life at this point just because i love the energy and hospitality but when i started to work with my late husband who had a video agency so tv commercials feature length film that kind of thing um the need arose initially for social media marketing and i had to learn really fast i'm not a content creator i can do the tech behind the things and get it scheduled and get it evergreen scheduled and all those things not a problem with it but coming up with social media posts for you not my thing so switched from the social media aspect to the web design aspect really fast, um, learned web design, went through different platforms and everything. So if somebody asks online where they should host their websites, I have quite opinionated and passionate posts when it comes to that <laughs> because I've been through the pain of that. And then, as I mentioned, I had to take my two-year hiatus taking care of him, losing him to cancer. 
And after that, I was taking inventory of everything. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? I have his company. I got my company that was a web design company at that point. And I'm like, people are coming to me for web design and they leave with full-on business coaching. I need to charge for this. <laughs> so that's when my businesses became what they are right now. So we have Pacific Crest Media, which became the agency where I work with associates of mine. We still offer um, web design and social media and all of those things. And Ask Evie became the business efficiency consulting where over the time frame of a year with listening to myself and listening inwards and just analyzing what I do, I found out that I'm not necessarily a business coach. I'm a business efficiency coach. So looking at your business in a whole rather than just focusing on one specific piece, which seems to be kind of the thing right now. And I'm like, yeah, but how does that work with all the other things you're doing? And then just finding the bottlenecks, there is some mindset coaching in between when we have those blocks of, oh my God, I don't want to use this tool. And how do I do this? And this is too much. Um, we've all been there. I've been there. So there is some mindset coaching in between, but we do focus on the tools you are using, automating your business, streamlining your business. I'm like, often enough, it's the, oh yeah, I know how to build that website. It's all the same. I've done it a hundred times. And I'm like, yeah, but how often do you sit there and you ask yourself, what's next? It doesn't matter how often you have done the task. So we are looking at all of those moving pieces. We organize them. We streamline them. We automate what we can automate. We bring tools in to connect other tools like Zapier is one of the one of the big things if there is no native integration. And yeah, I'm becoming the the company tool nerd and we just organize everything and make it work nicely and smooth. So you can step away from it. And the next step after that then is outsourcing, which comes down to hey, we build all of those workflows and all of those things. And now you actually have all the assets so you can outsource to somebody. Because they can't read your mind. You have to have your workflows ready before you can do that. Yes, absolutely. That sounds like a very good process. So with that in mind, what has been your favorite memory so far from being a business owner? Do you mean from me being as a... No, it actually fits for both. I was wondering, it's like, okay, client success, me happy... Um, me as a business owner, I think the, the happiest moments is when I see my clients succeed. And that sounds like one of those put it on a wall kind of, um, quote images, but it actually is that way. When a client messages me and says mid month, so she is a social media manager and mid month she messages me and she's like, I have nothing to do. This is weird. And I'm like, okay, so what do you mean you have nothing to do? I'm like, yeah, beginning of the month, all the stuff is done. There is nothing I can do till the end of the month till I have to check in with my clients and get everything and get back to scheduling. And I'm mid-month and I have nothing to do. I'm like, so where's the problem? <laughs> so, the, but it's, it's weird. It, it was weird for me too. The first time you were sitting there and it's like, I don't have anything to do. I don't need any, I don't need to do anything. It's just like, I have open time. 
which is great, which you can put back into your business and actually work on your business rather than just in your business or take care of yourself. She was able to take every Wednesday off. Wednesday is her day. Acupuncture, some tennis, just hanging out, going to the movies or whatever. How many of us can say that without guilt, we can just take a day, a week off and still keep the weekend for the family too and go out and travel, especially without that guilt part? Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. Being able to see our clients successful really is the reason a lot of us keep doing what we're doing. It's a very good feeling. It is. So let's get on into some of the sticky stuff. What are some of the major challenges in your business that you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? Still working on. I think I think we always going to be working on something because once we get past one challenge, another one is going to come up. Um, for me, it's a lot of mindset. Um, imposter syndrome is a big one for me. Um, since my husband passed away, there is big anxiety in it too. And just working through that, realizing that sometimes it's literally just a hormonal imbalance. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't take my supplements. I didn't hydrate. Um, so some of the external stress that I'm feeling actually is nothing less than just not taking care of myself, but also the, the whole imposter syndrome piece that we pretty much all know where I'm talking myself out of doing things as simple as my YouTube channel is going great. I'm, I haven't uploaded anything for two months just because there were some big personal things that changed and it's still growing. There is still people subscribing. I'm still ranking for, for keywords. I'm still getting inquiries for new clients and, and all the things it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yet in my head, I'm like, what am I supposed to talk about? Everybody is already talking about this. Why, why should I do this? And I'm talking myself out of doing it. So one big piece for myself, as well as that I want to talk more about in 2020 is start doing the whole idea of stop freaking just thinking about it. And like Mel Robbins calls it the five second will of just yep. count down five, four, three, two, one, and just do it. Just do it. Great book. That's one of my big things. Absolutely. I think that's something we can all relate to is partially the imposter syndrome and partially just needing to count down and go. That's yep. uh, the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Great, great, great book. Absolutely. So helps going with building, it helps with building that habit of going to the gym too. Oh, How yeah. often do we do that? Yeah, I really should go to the gym. Just go. <laughs> yeah, take out the should and, and just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, so with all that in mind, how is marketing going? That is actually an interesting question and an interesting timing. Um, with me having worked over the last couple of weeks on that mindset, just start doing um, and I had that belief of, okay, I really should be on LinkedIn, which you should, there is no question about it. 
And I was working on how do I reach out to new connections on LinkedIn and doing marketing without having the sleaziness that's happening on LinkedIn and personal messages right now. And I've been in that piece of, of LinkedIn marketing of like, how do I do this without being the pain in the butt and do it right and make connections? And at some point over the last week, I had this light bulb moment go on and I'm like, I need to stop marketing. I actually need to stop trying to market myself. As I mentioned before, my YouTube channel is working. So just build the content. And the same thing on LinkedIn of stop trying to sell yourself. Just build connections, talk to people, see how you can help them and do a quote pull marketing rather than the push And since that switch finally flipped in my head, I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. I like talking with people. So why not talk with people? Yeah, that's a great. When we get to that point where we remember business is people, it's people to people a lot of ways. That's and we exciting. all know that. It's just we, we look for outside validation, influence, knowledge, whatever you want to call it. And then we get stuck in this, what should we do rather than, okay, what fits me? I had a big conversation, especially when it comes to marketing with somebody who is like, oh, you need to do Facebook lives and you need to do it on your personal and you need to to sell yourself and market yourself on your personal. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I want to have my personal life on my personal Facebook And I'm getting traction on my page. So really just having these conversations and remembering just because somebody else says that worked for them and they are fine with it doesn't mean this is our solution. So I have taken the holidays really to just be quiet, turn the TV off, turn podcasts off, just sit there and figure out what's comfortable for me. And I think... I'm finally finding a way where I'm comfortable with marketing and not feeling salesy in 2020 and still getting out there. Absolutely. It's great and good to be authentic to what feels right to you. Very cool. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, what would be some advice that you would give to someone that's just getting started? Perhaps something you wish you knew when you first got started. I would say it's still applicable to this point. It's start doing and don't give up. Um, it's it's so often, especially when we start out as an entrepreneur, we usually, at least that's what I've seen around with my peeps, we usually have people around that often come out of an employee mindset. They had their jobs, um, they have their securities, they have their 401ks that are fine with getting the fixed paycheck that I might actually be happy getting the fixed paycheck because they know what's coming in. But that, what I call employee mindset, is not of advantage to us, um, especially when you start out. There is times where you're going to be like, holy moly, I'm going to have ramen noodles for the next three weeks just to make this work. And suddenly you can go have dinner in the fanciest restaurants every week. And then it's going to go down again. Um, One thing I wish I would have done is implement profit first earlier than I did. Um, Profit first is pretty much the idea of um, separating your money and envelopes. So 
Yep, Profit First, Mike McCallowitz, love the book. Meh, actually, I didn't read the full book. I read half of the book and then hired an accountant. Um, it's, it's the idea pretty much what our grandma did for the ones that are listening that don't know Profit First is you separate your money coming in. You have an envelope for your operational expenses, for your owner pay, for your taxes, for your profit, even if it's just a 1% profit. And you separate those monies out and that allows you to easily see where money is going. Are you charging right? Is enough money there? Do you need to change things? And I'm just now implementing it into my personal too. And it's like, it's, it's those bits and pieces that are suddenly working together when you implement them between surrounding yourself with entrepreneurial mindset people. That doesn't mean you have to tell your family to go back off. Just don't talk business with them because their brain is potentially not wired to think like an entrepreneur. They're going to see at you just blowing off steam and bitching about that there's no money in your account as you're going to fail. Doesn't mean you're going to fail. It just means you are in a season that is a little bit more strugglesome than it might be next week. So you need people on your side that can help you through it, no matter if it's mentoring or if it's just letting you bend. So surround yourself with those people. Pay attention to money and don't pay attention to money. Don't overthink it um, because when you get into that rut of, oh my God, oh my God, I have bills due in two weeks. Who cares what's happening in two weeks? Be financially responsible, pay attention to it, but don't spend your whole day worrying about how to get it done and how to get it paid. And just start doing. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to know what works for you or what doesn't work for you if you don't do it. You can spend years in your head oh yeah, what if I do this and this and that? Do it. Just do it. Analyze if it works or not. Adjust it if it didn't work or drop it if you believe it just can't work for you. Yeah, that's great advice. I'd love to reiterate the point you made about talking with your family and the people around you is some of them might not have that same entrepreneurial mindset. And so even if you love them and you love their opinion, it might not always be right for you as a beginning business owner. That's great advice that I think a lot of beginning people really, that really would have helped me out in the beginning too. And it's, it's nothing good or bad. Their brain just yeah. doesn't work like that. It's not wired in a way where they're like, oh yeah, let's just get self-employed and not make any money for three years. It, right. it, it that gives them anxiety just even thinking about it. So yeah. it's just not helpful for us talking business with them because they are putting their fears on our back. And if you are not strong enough, which usually you aren't in the beginning to reflect those, you make those fears your own and that's not helping. Absolutely. And even the most supportive family members who are encouraging may not always have the best advice either. Uh-huh. Sure. That makes sense. So I'd love to know what inspires you? What helps you be your best self? Aha moments. So there is, there is two sides of this thing. Um, actually, the reason why Ask Evie is called Ask Evie, because I always want to figure things out. I always research things. How do they work? I fix things up myself. And that, that feeling of, oh, I did it again. 
<laughs> that is one piece. The other fee, other piece is when my clients have that, when they are like, oh, I just figured it out. I can do it now. Those both is what fuels me. It's like I can run a month on that energy that I get from either way, me figuring something out or a client having one of those aha moments. Yeah, those are the best. Absolutely love that. Um, so is there anything else that you wish I would have asked you today? No, I think you actually got it covered pretty well from beginning to end. Um, I think we got for, for every listener something in there. I don't think anybody is leaving this episode without having gotten an idea or a little tip or something. Wonderful. No, I think we got it covered pretty good. Absolutely. Wonderful. So Yvonne, tell us a little bit about where people can find you and ask Evie. So the easiest thing pretty much anywhere, no matter if I'm active or not, is Ask Evie. So Instagram, Facebook, website, it's askyvi.com on the website and everything else. The handle is Ask Evie too. And the easiest way for me to connect is go jump on a coffee chat. Yes, I do have coffee chats. No, I'm not going to sell you anything. And yes, I love to chat to people because... That's the same kind of feel like the aha moments my clients have. I just love that engagement. I love to see people. And rather than just liking and thumbs up on Facebook, I get to talk to them. I get to meet them. So yeah, just grab a coffee chat. I'd love to talk with anybody. Wonderful. Coffee chats are the best. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today. Greatly appreciate your time and you sharing your expertise here on this podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Wonderful. Well, this has been uh, Yvonne with Ask Evie and interviewed um, by me, having the great honor of getting to interview this wonderful person. So thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.